this works. We really hope so. Yep. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Hello. We are currently, what's our current situation? Uh, currently, we are about, we're, we're less than a mile from the top of Georgia Pass here in Colorado. Which is? Which is on the Colorado Trail, which felt very appropriate to record the final episode of my Colorado Trail Trek on. The downside, we are out here in our Z-Pack. We just want to <laughs> troubleshoot it. And, yeah, we were uh, curious. And we've already got condensation and crystallization Definitely. on the inside of the tent after about yeah. 45 minutes of being in it. Yeah. But the so, good you know, news is we have our negative 40 Mountain Hardware sleeping bags. And these things are truly the most badass sleeping bags. I've just, they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're going to record our first session right now while we are waiting on, what, a chicken and rice mountain house dinner and this one I'm excited about. This yeah. is a Heather's Choice lentil soup. Very excited. It smells so oh. good. So to give a little backstory, because I'm sure everybody's like, whoa, whiplash. You guys are hiking and camping at an alpine terrain. Um, I had a checkup with the doctor. And I'm super excited to announce that the doctor told me on Friday that I can carry a backpack now. And I could carry up to like 30 pounds on a backpack. I was very shocked. I started crying. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was very excited. So we decided that we were going to camp. Um, we were trying to find some sort of loop or trail to do. And we decided on Kenosha Pass to, to Georgia. Georgia Pass. Yeah. And I was like, man. It's been really cool personally because Wesley will say something like, oh, this is where I had lunch here. Oh, yeah, when this opened up, it was so beautiful because I had been in treeline and desert for so long on the trail. And Or this is where I was stuck in the high intent trying to keep up with the Air Force guy. Yeah. so You know, it, stuff like that. Yeah, so it's been really special to get to experience it with him and see, like, kind of what he experienced on the trail a little bit um, in a little way. Yeah. And the other cool thing has been it's been a lot of snow. Yeah. So we, I I love getting to see animal tracks. That's like one of my favorite things about winter. She missed her calling. She should have been a tracker. I, I could still be a tracker. You still could be. I could still do you it. You could be an ecotherapy tracker. Ecotherapy tracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah. So we're here. Um, it's really cold. Like, truly, we're up at Alpine. What, what what elevation are we at right now? Ooh, let's see. Let's we are out. we are just below tree line. Um, eleven thousand three hundred and sixty seven feet. So this Ooh. is this is a pretty high tree line. Yeah, it's it's pretty high. We tried to find a spot where the wind wasn't too crazy. Yeah. Um, so was, it's it's kind of like a little watershed down here at the bottom of the valley. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, lots of willows and some trees. Yeah, we, we hiked down a little bit from the trail. You may still be able to hear the wind while we're recording, but yeah. this is one of the least windy spots we could find. Yes. And who knows? We may hear a bunny <laughs> or a coyote or fox. Oh, a coyote would be cool in the backdrop. That would be cool. Yeah. But fast forward to now, um, we do have a Four Season North Face Tent. We do. Which we normally would take into situations like this. We would, because it's probably 10 degrees outside. But the, the tent is 10 pounds. And I yeah. I can't carry it all by myself right now. And I didn't want her to have to carry really anything more than about 10 pounds. Yeah. So um, So we're just trying it out right now. But hey, next weekend. Yeah, next oh, weekend. Here comes the wind. Yeah, a little bit of windy wind. changed angles, babe. It's like it may have changed some direction. Uh-oh. Well, like okay. wind does. We'll be good. But, uh, yeah. So, I think this is a good time for us to transition into <clears throat> the the Colorado Trail. The trail that we're on right now. Yeah. We should also do the drink of the choice. Oh, yes. Drink of the choice. So, what are we drinking right now? Because we decided we're sharing. We are drinking the Kirkland Single Malt Scotch out of a Life Water bottle. Uh, just Perfectly for, balanced pH. <laughs> just for people to know, trick of the trade when you're hiking through hiking is liquid, like whether it be wine, scotch, 
Not beer, though. But wine or scotch, I'd say. Or, or any other liquor of choice. Yeah, any other liquor of choice. Put it in a water bottle or like a half water bottle, like a Dasani or... Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, you know what a great one would be is some port wine. Ooh. That would be clutch. Yes. Well, yeah. when we get that port... From Jay and Ron. From Well, from Amber and Ryan. Oh, that's right. Jay they and have Ron. it, yeah. My aunt and uncle bought us, bless those sweet <clears throat> people, bought us a really nice port, Petite Syrah port, which is unheard of. And it was so good. It's pretty clutch. Uh, yes. But we, I could not fly it. So Amber and Ryan are going to bring it to us, which Amber and Ryan, sis, that's my sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're flying it for Christmas. And then we'll be reunited with the port. I know. Pretty stoked about the port coming back. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be good. Uh, could you hand me a little bit of the scotch, please? A bit of cool. Thank you. you. And just to give you like a picture of what's happening right now, I am literally cuddled up like a burrito in this negative 40 sleeping bag with the hood on top of my head. Yep. She sweat through all of her layers. So she's wearing oh, a couple so of the extras I brought. I don't know why I brought so many. but I think Well, good it was, thing you did because yeah. I did not. <laughs> I, I feel like a novice right now. Like I'd ne- I've never hiked or something. Like I forgot to bring extra like sleeping clothes or anything that i didn't sweat in i wore three layers and was freezing the whole day while we were hiking oh yeah she forgot to put her phone like next to her person <laughs> and the cold killed the battery her phone's been dead it was all day. at 90 percent, and at then 90%. it was like it was it died like so, within an hour or two <clears throat> something feels wrong with that though yeah like shouldn't have died that quickly <clears throat> mm. yeah so we're just out here hanging out um we've mm-hmm. got this is pretty unfortunate, but I got her these uh, these down booties from, or basically down socks. Well, they're amazing. They from, are from Z Pack. They're great. Which are which are normally great, but these you said you have an they, issue with. Well, I think I'm still testing them out. Maybe I need to just cinch them real hard. Yeah. I mean, but I feel like I have. But yeah. so Z Pack did before. They did not have like a <clears throat> cinch thing, but they had more of like. A thing that they created that a ring that would just cinch around your leg. Yeah. But this has like a string where you can cinch it yourself based off of your size. And for me, it's not the most ideal because I it's it's like going down my ankle. Gotcha. A little bit. But it's okay. I think maybe it's better after I tightened it. We'll see. Okay. We're gonna test. Well fingers test crossed. Yeah. We also got these two little like cinch cords that keep our our thermorest sleeping pads together connected yes um i don't know if they're sliding or if they've gotten loose or not but I don't we'll know. see how these things work out yeah we'll let you we'll, we'll give you some updates about it um because i with my shoulder it's been a little difficult right now with like a little mat because uh, my shoulder hangs off so wesley was kind enough to get us these little cinchers so that my shoulder could also rest on his mat yeah. It's very kind of you. I'm anticipating her taking my man over. No. <laughs> I won't take it over, I promise. I believe you. I can't sleep on my side, which these mats are hard to sleep on your back. Yeah, that's true. In my opinion. That's true. Yeah. So let's move on yeah. to the Colorado trip. Yeah, you don't know anything about this last half. I don't, other than because I didn't see you at all. <clears throat> yeah. I let you go and I let you fly. Yeah, you let me fly the nest? I let you fly. Well, um, you did let me fly after you dropped me back off at Highway 50. I know. You started, like, pounding miles out. I know. I know. Man, my stomach was toe up from the flow up. Well, do you think it's because you, you ate so many brats the night before? Yes, yeah, so this is day 15. We wake up, and my stomach is in knots. I probably ate, what, six to eight brats the night before? Yeah, he pounded those, like... Which, like, probably wasn't the best idea. But they'd already been open and they were going to go bad. Yeah. And I and didn't want to waste. When you're through hiking, it feels like, you know, you can't <clears throat> ever get enough calories, I feel like. Yeah. So you just eat, eat, eat. So I ate, ate, ate. And then I pooped, pooped, pooped. <laughs> like three or four times that morning. <laughs> but. <laughs> and you know oh, what I did? Man. I had a range meal bar. The one with ginger in it. And it actually helped my stomach a little bit. Well, I bet it did because ginger. Because ginger really does the trick. ginger. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we're going to finish the scotch in like five minutes. 
At the rate we're going, Man. we don't have a whole lot. We don't. We should have brought more. No, why I didn't. You know, should have brought a liter of scotch. A liter. We should have. We probably would have pounded it and then passed out. Mm-hmm. So, okay, you your stomach was messed up, and then you did the range meal bar. The ginger probably helped settle your stomach. Yeah. And then you were you were out. Like, you were going. Uh, yeah, I was, I was pounding miles. Um, so this is the climb. I don't actually know that the top of this climb has a name. Okay. But it's the reconnect from Highway 50 on the Colorado Trail. The reconnect to the Continental Divide Trail. Oh, this is the reconnect. So I don't know for all of you who have been listening and following, but the collegiate loop is something in Colorado. And what is really cool about it is that, you know, you have the west side and the east side. So you have the CDT side and the CT side. But CT can go one way and they can join the CDT if they want. Or the CDT can go the CT way. And they all merge cdt and ct actually merge in colorado and we're really close to it right now it's past it's like right past the georgia pass yeah just on the other side of georgia pass as you start to go down yeah the continental divide trail is right there yeah so then you you go on it together for a while and then you split west and east and then you merge again together and that's what you're talking about oh my gosh together (laughs) (laughs) you making fun of me no you are no Mm mm-hmm Day 15 on the Colorado Trail. Base camp and her sister came and surprised me and brought all the goodies and food and we camped out last night for the fire, so that was lovely. Today I have a nine-ish mile climb, about 3,100 feet of gain over nine miles, so at least it's spread out. But we're about halfway done with the Colorado Trail. Projecting Durango in about 10 to 11 days so we'll see this this climb up to the top of the reconnect the cdt was particularly interesting why it was like a long sustained climb nothing crazy but there were small armies of mountain bikers they were being shuttled up to the top of this i guess it was a pass top of the climb whatever wait what were they being shuttled by uh just vehicles oh yeah oh okay and they were and they were doing downhills oh so you could drive up to it I, I think, or at least partially. Okay. Like, up to a spot, then you bike over, and then you come down. Oh, okay. okay. But... So there were, like, a ton of people being shuttled up to oh, the top? The, yeah, and there were armies of bikers coming down. Lazy asses. And I would see one and be like, 10 behind me. I'm like, God. Oh, no. And so you just got to keep pulling over and, and waiting for them, which is fine. Most of these bikers were actually quite considerate. Okay, so well, I was, that's I, good to I was hear. pretty pretty happy to see some some kind bikers. That's good to know. Because they're not always the kindest to hikers. There's yeah. like a weird separation. It's almost like they kind of look down on us, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we look down on them. Maybe we look down on each other. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's kind of like Romeo and Juliet. You know how the Montesquieu's and the... Oh, damn. What was the other one? Anyway, but how they had feuds because they thought that each other didn't like each other and... All they had to do was just talk, drink a beer together. Yeah. That's really all you have to do. I think what's hard is, is that they go so fast and it scares me. And they yeah. like could <clears throat> hit us. Yeah. I mean, I always get over for bikers anyway, just because Same, it's easier yeah. for me to get over than for them to break. Right. Like unclip if they're clipped in. Right. Like regain momentum. Yeah. It's just easier for us. So I don't mind kind of getting over. Hang on. Oh, sorry. Repositioning. Repositioning. Oh, I'm trying to like, hang on. I'm like all cocoon like a burrito and I'm trying to. Yeah. Okay. All she's, right. She's burritoed up. But I'm trying to, y'all, I haven't hiked in so long. Yeah. I haven't camped in so long. She was crashing hard here at the end. She had to take some gummies. So hard. It's like cocaine. Now, just to clarify, these were not weed gummies or CBD gummies. Whether they probably should be, that would be much better right now. What brand gummies? These were just Mott's gummies. Mott's gummies. There you have it. I do. Get some of those special Mott's gummies. Yeah, but like I haven't, I'm like trying to find a way to, how are you doing Indian style right now? Uh, With my legs crossed. That's what I'm trying to do and it won't let me. Don't know. My sleeping bag has decided to sabotage me. <clears throat> well, I also have mine completely unzipped. How are you doing that? Uh, so I don't cold. know. Viking, baby. Oh Viking gosh. blood. True story. Sorry to go on a really random tangent, but as we're, like, trying to figure out what to do today about where to pitch, 
the sun goes down at like 4.15 down the mountain. Behind and it, yeah. Behind. It, but Wesley picked this spot right behind these trees. And there's a little bit of sun. And then we go to these trees and there's no sun. And I swear it dropped 10 degrees. I'm freezing. And my hands all of a sudden start going numb. I have gloves on. Start going numb. So sweet Wesley actually pitched our whole tent. Because I couldn't feel my hands at all. I mean. That was a process. Teamwork makes the dream work. Well, if only my hands had been not numb, then I would have helped you. I believe you. But I did get in here and tried to set up your mat, at least. No, I appreciate everything <laughs> that you did. I know it's not easy for you with these cold temps like this. Yeah, my hands start going numb pretty I mean, fast. it's pretty dang cold out here. I wish we had a yeah. thermometer so we could check it. Do, do we have the Garmin? Uh, yeah, I could probably pull a temp reading. Probably. That. Anyway. Sorry. So, t- side tangent. Um, okay. So the bikers were going downhill while you were hiking. You would get over for them. Oh, all yeah. All that kind of yeah. stuff. Get to the top. There's a group of hikers up there. I don't know if they were going to Sobo or Novo. They were younger, just like vegging out. And then I see my first uh, dirt bikes on trail. Oh, dirt bikes? A couple of dirt bikers. Oh. And this is right after I... This is the only time it happened on the entire CT and that I've ever experienced this. But I, I witnessed, felt, heard saw uh two widow makers fall in the middle of the woods oh that's when you heard that yeah i was so scary i was probably a mile and a half past the reconnect and i'm walking towards like this little hut thing and all of a sudden the wind like picks up pretty strongly and it, it knocks over two trees to my left and uh i heard the crack first so i looked to the left and then I see them falling, and they're for, like far enough away to where it's not an issue for me, but I, I felt the ground underneath my feet vibrate. Just wanted to take a minute and let everyone know what backpack I was using out there. As we were climbing up Georgia Pass in the sub-freezing temperatures, it is the same one that I used on the Pacific Crest Trail in 2022. Love the pack. It is a Hyperlite Mountain Gear Southwest 4400 backpack. Low and a lot of extra layers for your wife to put on whenever she sweats through her clothes. <laughs> Hyperlite has given us a code to share with you all that gets you 15% off your purchase whenever you go and order on Hyperlite Mountain Gear's website. The code is Wesley, W E S L E Y, 69903. So just plug in that code at checkout and receive your 15% discount. Or you can also go in the show notes and click on the link, which will take you straight to their website and go ahead and have that discount code populated in for you. All right. Hope you find some good stuff out there. So what was it? Well, we were we broke because we had dinner and now we're comfy in our sleeping bags. Cozy. Yeah, it's pitch black and it's 650 yeah, Wesley is convinced that he saw some aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a lot of jumping lights and some jumping orbs. Light. Could be his eyes, too. Some orbs. Could have been his eyes. I don't even have glasses on. I have contacts in. Exactly. Maybe your eyes are tired. You know what? Maybe you're seeing something. I don't want to discount your experience. You do. No. I know you want to. No. Okay. But we're just laying here. Kinda Wesley just, looks like he's about to fall asleep. Kind of just vegging. Yeah. I've got three pillows right now. It's really nice. Yeah, she she brought airline pillows that she has commandeered. Listen, airline pillows are the best. They're these teeny tiny little like travel size pillows. And two of them are very comfortable that I have. And the other one is my camp pillow. Yeah. And I'm just like pillowed. I have just pillows around me. You're in a giant cocoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we were, we're talking picking back up. Yeah, picking back off. Picking back up. Picking back up where the where? tree. The tree fell. The tree fell. The two trees fell. Yeah, and they just shook the ground. It was it was pretty intimidating. That's super intense. Yeah, and so after that, I was just hyper aware about camping next to... Widowmakers, deadfalls, mm-hmm. the standing dead, whatever you're going to call them. Yeah. Just because I I felt the power firsthand. It's different <laughs> seeing a tree like that's already been blown over. Yeah. But to see it happen and to feel it. 
It's kind of powerful. I bet that's scary. A little bit. I got the power. <clears throat> and it's kind of ironic, too, because I went through one of the highest, like, deadfall concentrations that I saw out there on trail the same day. Go figure. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I had to get uh, reconnect with the CDT, deadfall, and then I had to go towards Marshall Pass. And, you know, Marshall Pass is not really well marked. It's like a parking lot area. And I don't actually know if I got to the pass, if I summited the pass. But I was at least near Marshall Pass. And then you keep going beyond that. And the Colorado Trail Foundation, CTF, they have about three or four miles later, they've shoved this pipe in the ground. And they've got this like really nice little spring for you to collect water from. And so I filled my two-liter C-Knock. I, I like to call it C-Knock, but other people tell us it's called K-knock. a K-Knock. You know what? Follow your heart. Just wash your hands. Follow your heart. Yep. I mean, I'm sure the company itself probably has a a request, I guess, on how to say it. I think it's K-Knock. I think you're right. But uh, I filled up my K-Knock there at the spring. Thank you, CTF. And my water bottles. And I carried my water bladder like a child. Oh, I, this is when you carried it like a child. Yeah, I swaddled it in my arm. And I hiked with it. Is that because you thought you were going to be camping soon? So you were like, oh, I'll just hold it. My pack was so packed <laughs> that I could not fit it anywhere. You couldn't even fit it in your pack. But yeah. were you going to be camping soon, though? Was that the hope? So you were like, all yeah. right, this works out. Yeah. I, I So I'd had the spot like picked out on the map. It was about a mile, mile and a half from the spring. Not okay. too far. So you were eyeing. You were eyeing I a was, spot. I was eyeing it. And I leave the spring and I hike through this giant open meadow. And I don't know why the heck I didn't camp there. Yeah. Why didn't you? Because it had tree coverage. It was flat. It, it was dry. It was, it was a wonderful campsite. Why but I'm like, you? no, I'm going to go and continue on to this little... Like, noted campsite in one of the comments and far out. Should have stayed in the minute. I got there, and I'll be damned if there wasn't a tent pitched. Of and the, the spot was only big enough for one tent. Of course, because what what Wesley learned on the trail is that everybody camps at, like, 3.30. There were a lot of tents pitched by 5 o'clock. I kid you not. So sad. And the sun wasn't going down until, like, close to 8. Yeah. It was crazy to me. It's so much I'm, time. Yeah, I'm like, there's too much time to spend hiking. Uh, so I continued to carry my little water bladder baby. Water, water bladder baby. Water, water bladder, bladder baby. baby. Yep. Water bladder baby. Water bladder baby. Water bladder baby. I carried it another two and a half miles. This is four miles carrying my water bladder in my hands. Wow. Um, by this point, there are deadfalls everywhere. There's no flat ground. Can you explain deadfalls to people who don't know what a deadfall is? Yeah, a deadfall or standing dead is just... Kind of what it is or what it says. It's a tree that's still standing, but it's dead. It looks you, like it's going to fall. You can tell it's dead because there's no foliage, just really no color. The older ones are kind of grayed out. Um, and all it takes is a lot of times a really good strong wind to knock it over. Which is scary. Which is scary. And you would hate to be the recipient of mm -hmm. the trunk of that tree. Now, how did deadfall happen in Colorado? I mean, they can happen a lot of ways. But recently, though. Well, they can happen through fires. Uh, that's one of the big ways. But a lot of times, if the fire burns long enough, it'll just burn the entire tree down. So there will be not a whole lot standing, or sometimes it'll be cleared out. But another big way has been the um, the mountain beetle, mm -hmm. which which is native to Colorado. It's been here, but global warming, I use that word... Loosely, climate change has has changed the seasons in Colorado. Mm -hmm. So it's allowed these beetles to survive for longer windows of time before the like the really cold, snowy winters kick in. Do they hibernate the beetles? I don't actually know. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a beetle expert, but yeah. I know that much. And you can see some of the dead trees. That have been uh, killed by a beetle because they got little holes in them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, these yeah. poor trees. There's so many here that have 
been killed by the Beatles. Yeah, it's true. It's a lot. But the positive spin is that everything returns to the earth. So the trees decompose and eventually there'll be fertilizer for the next gen of trees that, that pop up. Oh. I know. It's the cir- circle of life. Wait, but do you think, though, that the Beatles are doing this on such a rapid scale that it might take, like, could it actually hurt the ecosystem here in Colorado? I mean, it could definitely impact the ecosystem, and it has. But, I mean, what are you going to do? You can just try and fight and abate the, the Beatles as best you can. Who's going to fight the Beatles? I don't, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't either. Do you just let them do their thing, or what do you know. do? I don't know. Don't know. So many questions about the Beatles. Lots of questions about that. Yeah. And I also wondered, because I don't see a lot of, like, beetle kill up here in the Alpine. And uh-huh. so I wonder if they're in a certain climate of Colorado. They could be. They could be with, like, within a certain uh, elevation. Because, again, they don't want to be... I'm not an expert in this. They don't want to be in areas that are too cold. Mm-hmm. Higher elevation. You know, every thousand feet, you go up, what, five degrees? Mm-hmm. Or you go down five degrees? Yeah. That's the rule of thumb. So I would assume the lower elevations are yeah. probably more conducive. For them. For them. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so that was your day 15? Uh, yeah, that's day 15. Oh, so you can't... That Yeah, I carry my water bladder, baby. Four miles. Four miles. It's definitely sunset, but we're heading west, so we got a little bit more daylight than we otherwise would. Carrying my water baby and a leader on each side to camp. Just looking for a spot without a whole bunch of widow makers at this point. All these trees, bless them, beetle kill. But we shall find something. Yeah, and then I finally saw these two tents like pitched on the the side of the trail. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, thank God. That has that means like there's, there's hopefully something. some flat spots over yeah. there and it's it's already almost pitch black. So mm-hmm. it'd be kind of nice to to sleep with some other folks. So I went over there and they're like, yeah, you can you can pitch your tent. So I did. And I tried to be as quiet as possible making dinner. And then once everything was like packed up, bear bag was hung, I get in the bed and I'm starting to doze off. And something like trips over the guy wire. Or the, oh, or the, this was that. The guy time. line closest to my head. Yeah. It sounded big. Like, what do you think it was? Like at least medium size. Like it, mountain lion size? No, it wasn't like that. It was fox? probably more like fox or something. Because it was quiet. I feel like coyotes are Foxes a little bit. Foxes are very quiet, I feel like. Yeah. If I had to guess, yeah. I would say it was probably a fox or maybe a oh. raccoon. We're a raccoon. <laughs> Yeah, but it was like a hefty, medium-sized sounding animal. Oh, my gosh. I got out and looked around, and I didn't see anything. So you didn't think it was a person that tripped over it going to the bathroom? No, because I was far enough away from oh, them. They shouldn't have. Oh, that they shouldn't have. That's right. We didn't have, talk I've about even this. gotten close to my tent, yeah. That's crazy. And I heard no one walking around. Right. So, man, it had to have been something quiet. It was quiet. What about a bunny rabbit? I suppose a big rabbit. A big rabbit. Poor rabbit, if yeah. it was. But it shook the whole tent. Poor animals. And then it, like, ran as fast as it could by a tree. It'll probably never go near another tent Yeah. Again. It's like, what is this contraption? And then it hits that little wire. Yeah. little guy line. Oh, my gosh. So. But, yeah, that was my night. That was that my was day night. 15. Hang on. I got to I gotta switch my room a little bit. How many pillows I got? I need, I need more uh, support on my shoulder. I feel so ridiculous right now with all these pillows. Yeah. You got your three pillows. I brought so many pillows. Because I just, right now, the pillows are just working for my shoulder. They're just doing it? They're doing it. Good for you, though. Thank you. You know your, you know your needs. I guess so. Okay. So then, day 16, you wake up. Best part of waking up. Is folders in your cup. Did that, you have folders? I'm trying to think of the the highlights from day 16. Yes, it was folders. Hey, Instant look at that. coffee. Look at that. See, I it knew. Sure was. I knew. I just knew. Did you know? I mean, I, I clearly, I knew somehow in my in my subconscious. Day 16, Colorado Trail. 
gunning for 30 today. 10 before 10, 20 before 2, etc. Last night, <clears throat> something tripped over one of my guy lines. Scared the piss out of me. I have no idea what it was. But that was fun. Got into camp at like 8.30. So definitely pretty late. A beautiful morning ahead of us. Look at all that. Yes. Cheerio. So, day 16. Folgers. Folgers. Folgers you woke in my cup. Folgers in your cup. Yeah, uh, I did some poor planning today. Why? Uh, this was like a... I didn't check my map for water sources. Uh-oh. And... I had like two liters by the time I left camp that day. Okay. And I'm like, doo, 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 I'm just going to go. I keep hitting water sources pretty frequently. It'll be fine. So you didn't look to see where your next one was when you filled up the two? I had looked a little bit, but like I wasn't gunning for the next water source, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I, I, I'm leaving camp. I end up catching the folks I was camping with. Shocker. The uh, the chica's name was Liz. I don't know. I think she's in the AT before. Mm. But I can't remember the guy's name. Caught them, talked to them for a second, and I'm just stooped to doing. Grab some water, and I'm I'm going up through this giant, like, cow pasture area. Mm -hmm. I think it's called, like, Sergeant's Hill or Sergeant's Rest or okay. Sergeant's Meadow, something like that. And I, I'm honest to God talking to the cows and not paying attention <laughs> to what's happening. But there was a water source and I walked right by it. Oh, no, babe. And I've got two liters total. And by the time I'm talking to the cows and hike past them, probably like a liter and a quarter. And I had, what, another 10 miles to go? Oh, no. I think it was called Razor Creek. And... Honest to God, it's just a tiny little trickle. Oh, no. By the time I got there, like, yeah, I was super dehydrated. Um, it was a hot day, but thank God I made it, to be honest with you. Because I hiked by this group of dirt bikers, and I almost asked them if they had any water to spare. Second time. <laughs> I know, second you time. Thought, you thought you would have learned from the first one. I thought I would have learned, but I wasn't paying attention. And these dirt bikers were like, hey, have you seen the Mennonite ladies? I'm like, what? The Mennonite ladies. And apparently there were two sweet women out there. They were both Mennonites. Oh. Hiking in like full-on Mennonite garb. Did you ever see them? I did. I caught them later on. Of course you did. And they were sweet as could be. Oh. Yeah, they were so nice. And they were like in Mennonite garb? Yeah, like full-on dress. Good lord. But they had on ultras, I believe. Ultras are hokas. Hell yeah. Right? They're back they were wearing dresses? Yeah, their backpacks were huge. Like long ass dresses? Yeah, like not showing knees dresses. Wow. I know, good on them. But it was hot. Was it black dresses? No, 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 no. Well, I think, that's good at least. I think they were like lighter grays or something. Okay. But I bet they saved weight on sunscreen. Oh, I'm sure they did. Because they didn't have to. They didn't, yeah. They yeah, didn't sunscreened their whole legs. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so I do reach that Razor Creek spot. Which is, again, just a trickle. So it takes me probably a good half hour to fill up a bladder and two liters of, of water. A half hour? Yeah, that's, wow. how, that's how slow the trickle was. And to give people a perspective, how long does it normally take you? To fill up four mm -hmm. liters total? Yeah. Uh, with filtering, about 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, so it took double the time. Yeah. Or longer. And, and this was just me, like, Dang. putting water in there, letting it filter... And then fill in the bladder and leaving. That's wild. Yeah. And I did filter that water and I went and actually had lunch because I was just completely wiped by that point. Yeah. And I saw so much activity on trail. Really? Like sitting in my little like tree protected area. I don't think people could see me. <laughs> okay. But I had a group of three or four like younger trail maintenance crew. Like, like kids pretty much. Hike by me. Didn't even look in my direction, so I don't think they saw me. Oh. And I was just sitting there minding my business. I saw a couple of other, like, day hikers coming in. And it, it was just a weird Did experience. Did you hear anything ridiculous? No, no. It was just a bunch of bros talking about bro stuff. Like protein pancakes, bro. 
Oh, yeah. You know how they do. It's all about protein pancakes. Hit the pow-pow and get some protein pancakes. Yeah, yeah. Like how the other day in the grocery store, yeah, had to hear about these bros. In Breckenridge, which we just got our, like, of the season, they just opened the ski resort. And so you got a lot of bros coming in. Yeah, and so these bros came in and they were like, Hey man, you gotta get the Kodiak protein pancakes. Hey man, but man, I, I you don't need that. The other bro was like, "Bro, there's too much sugar in that, bro." <laughs> so let me show you how to make some protein pancakes without Kodiak, bro. And he's like, "You know what the secret is? You know what it is? You told me. It's Greek yogurt. Yeah. Greek freaking yogurt. Greek baby. yogurt, bro. Those high protein. Yeah." I bet they got some major proteins in pow this weekend. Oh, I bet they hit that pow pow hard. Oh yeah, all up on that pow. Good gosh. Ooh, that wind. Yeah, Did you it's, hear that? it's coming in. We're kind of down and nestled into a little bed. It's cute. That's up at the top. Damn. Hopefully yeah, it doesn't come down. I know. I know. We're in the Z-Pack. This thing has no chance then. <laughs> I think I I hit mile 300 that day. <gasps> 300! Yeah, so Which was... means you only have like 186 to go? Yeah. Wow. It's kind of a big deal, That's wasn't huge. it? It's huge. Yeah. It's beautiful that day. Oh, man. The you were vis- like out there. Yeah. A lot of flat land. The vistas were pretty epic and expansive. Saw some rabbits. Is this when you saw the moose? In the cow pasture? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what day is this? No day today. Less than a mile. The watch will buzz 30. Look at the, the view out here. Oh, is this when you did a 30-mile day? Look at those mountains. Oh, no. What? Where's my footage? Is this when you did your 30-mile day? Yes. Oh, I didn't take pictures of it. That's why. I took pictures and videos the next day. There's the mile 300 right there. Yeah. I hit mile 300, and I ended up camping. So there was a comment in Far Out saying, hey, there are campsites, or at least one, by the cows near the creek in the willows. <laughs> That's not very descriptive. Because there's at least a mile stretch of willows and cow willows pastures. And cows. And I'm like, God dang it, I cannot find this campsite. So I ended up camping in this big old pasture looking thing, which is okay with me. Yeah. But I was a little paranoid because I thought it's like begging something to come and try and screw with my tent. Yeah. But, but again, it was quiet all night. Normally is. It normally is. It's just your imagination that gets a little bit yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that was day 16? That was day 16, just like that. And you did how many miles that day? Uh, it was just over 31. You did a 30-er that day. A 30-er? How'd you feel? I felt good. Yeah? Yeah, my pack's light. I'm not, like, aching like I was doing a 30-mile day on the PCT. Yeah. Yeah, where my shins felt like they were going to detach from my legs. <laughs> because our packs were so heavy. Yeah, those were painful 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the CT30s were not nearly as bad. Interesting. I know. It's, okay. it's all about weight. It is. Yeah. All about weight. First 30 mile day today. Less than a mile. The watch will buzz 30. 17. Day 17 is when I met the sweet Mennonite women. Oh, that's when you met them. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh my gosh. I slept in this day. Yeah. Because I was so wiped from the day before. Yeah. Um so the the, the night of day sixteen, I ate biscuits and gravy Ooh, for dinner. From from Peak Refuel. And they were like oh. whole biscuits. Dehydrated whole biscuits in there. Oh that and, that biscuits and gravy is one of my favorite breakfasts. Isn't it the best? Yeah. It's and, so good. And the fact that I had it for dinner. Yeah. Makes it even better. Because who doesn't love breakfast for dinner? And it's like how many calories? I think it's like 1,100 calories. Oh, yeah. It's over 1,000 calories. Yeah. And it's like seven ounces. It's insane. Oh, these hot hands are so... Feel that. Oh, that feels 
feels wonderful. These hot hands are like legit hot. That's another trick of the trade. Yeah. If you're going to come out here and do a few days in the cold, in the snow, in the winter. Hot hands, baby. Hot hands are your lifesaver. Right? Yeah. And the foot warmers, too. They've got, like, adhesive, so it'll stick to your socks. I, I put mine on inside of my booties. Yeah. And they keep moving around. <laughs> they, they didn't stick well. Like little mice down in your booties? Yeah, I just keep feeling them moving around. They went <laughs> up to the top. They're at the bottom now. I don't know where they are. That's kind of funny. Yeah, but, hey, they're keeping everything warm in there. That's Because my booties. Okay. My pirate booties. Your sweet pirate booties. <sighs> You look a little delirious over here. I mean, I'm I'm cozy. You're I don't want to go back outside to go to the bathroom again. It's too cold. Maybe maybe I can just pee in my pants. Don't. I'm not gonna pee in my pants. That'd be a mess that you get to clean up. Man, it's so much easier being a guy than a girl when it comes to peeing. I could just use a little bottle and. Yeah, and me, it just it would get everywhere. Like it it would just get everywhere. You should bring a solo cup. It still get everywhere. No, mm-hmm. no. Just sprays everywhere. No. It's like a spray bottle. I'm glad I was born a man in America. You're welcome. America. America. I had a fifty-fifty chance. Yep, and you came out a man. Yeah, I did. A white man. A white man who had carb loaded that night. <laughs> And so I didn't actually leave good camp transition. until about 10 o'clock the next morning. It's a good day today. The weather was beautiful. Not a cloud in the sky, which is great. Did a 31 mile day yesterday. So I needed to sleep a little bit more last night. So I didn't even get started today until 9.45. Go me. Out here on this lovely dirt road. And we're gunning for Lake City, which is about 50 miles away. I think I could get there by tomorrow evening. Um, my stomach's feeling a little cranky. So I just got to push through that right now and um, grind out these miles with some music and with an audiobook, Outlander. Yes, I'm listening to the Outlander audiobook. I'm on The Fiery Cross, which is what, book five? Something like that. Anyways. And those sweet women hiked by. Did they? Yeah. And I'm like, uh, well, good morning. Beautiful day for a late start or something like that. And they just laughed. So I saw him again um, going up the, it's it's a pretty steep climb straight out of this cow valley. Okay. They were just doing their own thing. And they're completely fine going at their own pace, just hiking together. And I kind of envied just like the, their thing. Yeah. You know. Just that they were. They were just there for the experience. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here like enjoying the experience, but my body's like, fucking make miles. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like that was because, like, because of already having done the PCT? And so it's like your body's like, we need to just move, move, move. Or do you think it's also like, because you knew that you were starting school soon and we had to move. Yes. It's just like a mix. Yes and yes. Because my, my question is, is if even if you had had ample amount of time uh-huh. and weren't starting school and you had like a month and a half to do the trail, I still feel like you would have been like, I have so much time in the day. I can still hike. Like you still would have finished, I think, in the same amount of time. I would have still done it. Yeah. yeah. If I had had more time, I would have done the collegiate loop. Oh, that's right. And you would have done the the 14ers probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, I still think it felt good to just mm-hmm. plow through miles. So. Yeah. This is like big cow farm day. Oh, okay. There's like a 30 mile stretch uh-huh. of cow farm This was land. this day? Uh, Yeah. This was day 17? Yeah. I had started the cow stretch the night before, you know, hiking up by the cows, mm-hmm. which is fine, whatever. But even when I had camped at the end of day 16, there were, like, really old cow pie, patties, cow pies. Both? Both surrounding my campsite. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, well, this must be someone's farmland. And <clears throat> after I passed the Sweet Mennonites the next day, the trail kind of takes you down into more cow pasture. Mm-hmm. And you can see cows just, like, 
roaming and grazing and just <laughs> and just doing what cows what do wild guys. grazing cows do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is probably the nastiest water pool of the whole trail. Oh, there's just cow shit everywhere, yeah. and it's like this riparian area, which is just like a little water flow surrounded by willows, and you can see cows like bolting into the willows. <laughs> You can see them bolting into the willow. Yeah, they they kept running from from me and probably oh, I guess other hikers. Yeah, poor cows. But I was like, I have no idea what the heck these cows aren't doing upstream. Yeah. So this is the one one of the few times where I filtered water, I chlorinated it, and I had to flavor it. That's a good. Oh, you did flavor it. Oh, definitely. Oh, this was one of those times. Yeah. Flavoring. And, and it may not have needed it, but just extra precaution. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can never be too safe, right? Well, flavoring water always is better. Yeah. <clears throat> and after you leave that, like, really garbage water pool, but at least it's water. Yeah. It's something. At least it's water. Yeah, yeah. At least you're hydrated. It takes you to this really huge expanse. It's like wide open prairie field. It's near Sagwatch. Oh, the Sagwatch Range? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's near that. Or the town of Sagwatch. Okay, wait, there's a town named Sagwatch? Yeah, you you mean the Sawatch oh, Range. Oh, I'm getting confused. Yeah, this is near the town of Sagwatch. Okay. And uh, I just remember this one spot. There were a lot of cows chilling on the side of the trail. It's like mm-hmm. super exposed. They're just out in the sun. And just past those cows was a muddy puddle. All right. Mm-hmm. And in this muddy puddle was a whole bunch of cow bones. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Do you think something ate it or do you think they just died? I think the cow just died. From heat? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because a couple days later, whenever I, I'm leaving a town resupply, and I'll get into it later too, but the guy who gives me a lift back to the trail is like, yeah, I hiked the Colorado Trail, and there was a dead cow at this one spot. <laughs> and I'm like, is it at mile XYZ? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, well, it's still there, but it doesn't look now much like a cow bones. anymore. <laughs> How long ago did he do it where the cow was dead? Uh, I think it was the year before. Wow, it decomposed in a year. Yeah. And for anyone who's listening, it's right by the CDT 1,000 mile point. Because I remember, like, hiking up past it. I turned around to look at it again, and there was a little post. And it said, CDT, 1,000-mile point, exclamation mark. So is this where you split back off from the CDTCT? Like, have you been on the CDTCT this whole time? Uh, Yeah, since this episode. Okay. Yeah. Wow, so that's a long stretch once they merge back together. Yeah. It's like what? That's like 60 miles? I mean, 70? why reinvent the wheel when you can just use the same trail that's already there? It's true. It is true. Which one came first, you think? The CT or the CDT? Oh, that's, that's a great question. The chicken or the egg? I feel like the CT did. Yeah? Yeah. What's her name? Uh, the sweet mother of the Colorado Trail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That woman. Yeah, I feel like... Judy. Judy, 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 Judy. Judy something, yeah. Yeah, I feel like... The Colorado Trail was first. And they probably used it for, like, transporting... Something. Stuff. So it's like yeah. an old goat trail or something. Okay. But now the CDT is still being, like, defined. That's true. It you is. Know? Yeah. I think it's the newest of the three long yeah. trails. Yeah, for the, sure. The AT is definitely the oldest. Yeah. And I've heard you have to do a lot of walking on roads on the CDT. We'll find out one day. Well, we got some practice in on the PCT, so. Plenty, 80 miles of practice. 114. What? We did 114 of the highway. I must have blocked out a chunk of it. You did. Probably yeah. the hottest day when we had heat rash. Oh, the heat rash was so bad. Yeah. Anyway, so that was day <laughs> 17? Yeah, day 17. And I finally... I'm getting towards, like, the edge of cow pasture. Okay. I can't remember the name of this trailhead, but there were a few people there. And just before I reached it, there was 
I, to be honest with you, I hadn't really seen many people this day. Okay. So, like, right at the very end, I started to see a few other hikers. <laughs> One was this guy, like, going in the direction that I was coming from. So, he's going Novo? We're going opposite direction. He's okay. just going Novo. And I, like, get past him and get to the top of a little hill. And I do a triple take because there's a woman, like, up on the left-hand side of the <laughs> trail with her pants down. <laughs> and she's taking a leak. Like ten feet off a trail, right in front of like a, like a really thick tree line. Like she could have just gone to the tree line. She could have gone in the trees and been way more, you know, had Secluded. way more privacy. Yeah. And I get up there, and she's like, "I haven't seen anyone all damn day, and now there's two of you." <laughs> and she's like, "I don't know what you think you saw, but you didn't see anything." Like no. And I was like, "I didn't want to see that, anyways." Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you're supposed to be at least 20 feet off trail to take a piss, ma'am. Well. Anyways, 20, she, 25 feet. She clearly had to pee real bad. She did. Um, <clears throat> How many miles did you do this day? I don't actually know the mileage. You, you don't have to, I guess. But I, I wanna, guess no, I want to know. Estimate. I want to know. Okay. This is August 17. <clears throat> hey, day 17 on August 17th? Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I can't pull it up. Do you... I can't pull it up without cell service. Why? I guess it needs to access, like, the data bank or something. Is this from Far Out or from Garmin? This from Garmin. Hey, we do have we have service out here. I doubt I'll be able to get it, though. It's pretty I, rough looking. You never know. Is it worth it? It's up to you. Okay. Well, it's pulling up cell service. I do remember that... So this is a cool day. <clears throat> I, I get past old girl pissing off trail. <laughs> and there are two water streams coming up. I pass the trailhead and asked some guy hanging out with his dog if he had beer. It looked like he might have, but he said he didn't. He said no. <laughs> I, believed, I believed him. Uh, I was actually going to pay him for that beer, too. I offered to pay him money. You offered? Yeah, I was like, I'll pay you for it. He's like, sorry, man, I just don't have any. I'm like, okay, okay. Unless he just wanted it for himself. That's true. Yeah, I have no cell service. What? Yeah. Oh, well. That's weird because I did. <clears throat> I don't know. No, no. But I get to one of the water courses coming up, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear it. I couldn't see it. But right as I approach the water, there is a massive bull moose, like right on the other side of it. That poor moose. And I, I've never gotten that close to a moose before. Wow. How, how far away was it? How many feet? It was about 25 feet away from me. Damn. Which is not far at no. all. And I, I see it and I'm like, holy shit, what do I do? Because there are no thick trees. It's just a bunch of bushes between us. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, if this thing decides to charge me, this is a bad situation. Yeah. Luckily, I guess I spooked it more than it spooked me. <laughs> <laughs> because it turned around and I kid you not, it bolted. And we are, we're right beside cow field that's fenced in, barbed wire fence. I watched this bull moose, huge rack, jump over the barbed wire fence, Jeez. run across the cow pasture with like cows all around it. And it jumped the other side of the pasture and down into like the little watery ravine. Bless that sweet moose. Oh, I guess I scared the hell out of it or have. something. It was like, get out! <clears throat> yeah. It went so far away from <laughs> I know. Please. Needless to say, the last mile or however long I was out there, I was yeah. like, really wary. Really? Yeah, like because, because, I mean, where you see one move, yeah, you, you usually see at least one other. Yeah. Because they, they kind of migrate together. Unless it's like a lone bull, which it, I guess it was because I never saw anything else. Yeah. But I do camp on, so I didn't want to camp like right in Cowfield because there's, I mean, there, there are patties everywhere. It's cow poop everywhere. Cow shit everywhere. So I keep going and I do find a little rock outcropping. It's like 200 feet above the, the, the river just below me. Yeah. Man, I wish I could think of the name of it. But that river like flows through all the cow pasture. Oh. And again, these are like free roaming cows, so they're everywhere. <laughs> and so I camp up on that ridge. Yummy water. And, you know, it looked okay. It looked okay. Yeah. <clears throat> but I I heard cows all night. 
Like, not just, like, cow walking, but, like, deep. Like, <laughs> like all night long. Oh. So I've learned that they don't. They don't stop with their their calling, or they don't sleep apparently, or maybe they sleep in cycles or shifts or something. It's so funny. But they they were going all night long. It was the it was the craziest thing. There were hundreds in that field. Did they ever get close to your tent? No, because they were on the other side of like a little fence. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was kind of protected, and I got weird vibes because where I where I camped tucked into the woods probably 75 foot behind me there were some pretty well-defined campsites mm-hmm. but that that patch of woods gave me weird vibes really yeah so i just camped out on the lip oh yeah completely exposed which is fine instead of going into the woods and to be honest the cows were kind of like a, a nice white noise <laughs> mooing yeah yeah <laughs> definitely and I just remember that night, I had a negative. So I took this the same uh, sleeping quilt, the whole trail. It was a 10-degree enlightened equipment sleeping quilt. Like, yeah. pretty warm. Yeah. But that night, I was I was actually kind of cold. Oh, that's the night when you were really cold. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting it to get as low as it did. And uh, I woke up and everything was frosted over. Oof. I had on all my layers the next morning. Dang day 18 man we're just we're going straight through aren't we yeah what how many miles did you do though that day were I, you gonna I look it up i can't tell you oh are you forgetting things no i thought you were i thought you were gonna bring it up and you said well as while we're waiting and then i said that i didn't have any service so i couldn't bring it up oh sorry you're right i remember that now silly rabbit I, it's only because I'm cozy in my sleeping bag. You look like you're about to fall asleep. No. Well, maybe, but I'm going to have to pee before I go to sleep. Yeah. That was the trailhead that I was right by at the cow pasture. The Eddiesville trailhead. Wait, was this at the beginning of the day or the end of the day? So, this is day 17. I hiked right by the Eddiesville Trailhead. That's where the guy didn't want to give me the beer, even though I knew he had a beer. Is this in the morning? Or no, is this that was at night. In, oh, this is at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. So um, unfortunate. I know. Anyways, so that night was cold AF. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm you camping, were freezing. I'm camping by the Cochitopa Creek. The Cochitopa. That's the name of the creek going through the cow pastures. Cochitopa. Cochitopa. It's a fun name. Yeah. Uh, a lot of frost on things that morning. So I had on all my layers. And as you do, you put layers on, you take them off. Mm-hmm. You go through these cycles. This has been by far the coldest morning so far. <laughs> it had to have been just above freezing. And I say that just only because I couldn't feel my hands, but the water wasn't frozen. So it's somewhere in the high 30s if I had to guess. But luckily, I've got some nice, comfy gloves here. Ultimate Direction flip gloves. They've got a waterproof cover. I've got a windshell on. The Ventro windshell. Over <clears throat> the Ventro jacket from Ultimate Direction. All Ultimate Direction. Which has fleece-lined sleeves. A nice hood. It's a very comfortable jacket, but I needed something a little bit extra, so I've got the windshield over it. And there were these two guys I hiked by. They were camping in the like a little clearing on some grass, and I'm I see them, and I'm like, wow, I bet their tent was soaked because mm-hmm. it was a pretty like humid area. Yeah, and they slept on grass. You know how that ends. Oh yeah, grass <clears throat> get, gets your tent real wet. It does. It's like disgusting wet. This is one of the bigger game days. Really? Lots of lots of ups and downs here. Okay. So I'm I'm climbing up to the first saddle. Again, a lot of these things on the Colorado Trail don't have names. It's just like, saddle. It just says saddle or pass. <laughs> but at least on the apps there are no names. Anyways, so I'm hiking up this first big climb. I just hiked by those other two guys. Mm-hmm. And I see them start to catch up to me. 
And I'm like, oh, someone to hike with. This is fun. <laughs> People that go my pace. Yeah. So I get to the top of the first climb, and they're they're more or less right on my tail. And so I stop and I offer to take pictures of them. Come to find out their names were Nemo and Jukebox. And I had recognized those names from a trail register recently, too. So I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I at least know that you've been hiking this trail for a minute. Yeah. Um, And so we end up doing, like, a whole lot of leapfrogging for this Mm -hmm. day. This is day 18. (laughs) This is day 18. And, I mean, you can look at the map. Like, it's just painful. It's a lot of up and downs. Up downs. The entire day. And we're leapfrogging through this process. And at one point, I stopped for lunch. And this is the day I had my banana pudding for lunch. (laughs) What a great meal to have. Oh, I bet. That was a good day then, especially with all the climbing. Oh, yeah. And so I pull over to this lunch spot right before Creek. And lo and behold, there's another moose. (gasps) Oh, this is when you had lunch with the moose? Yeah. It's a big, big old cow. So a female moose. On the other side of the creek. And we, I mean, honestly, we had lunch together. She was eating. I was eating. (laughs) Not in our own businesses. (laughs) Did she just, like, kind of stare at you and see what you were going to do? or? She saw me. She kind of, like, stared at me for a couple seconds. And she bent and started eating again. That is so funny. Yeah. So, fun fact. Moose are what you call a browser, which is different than a grazer. They're both herbivores. But a grazer typically, like, bends their, their head down to graze lower, like, grasses or graminoids or forbs or juicy, like, flowering plants where all the calories are. And the moose tend to go for woodier, like, twigs and leaves and things like that. They're browsing. Hmm. It also, it's kind of hard for a moose to bend down and eat grass because it's so damn tall. I know. Yeah. I was watching a video where one was bending down to, like, eat snow, and it had to, like, bend all the way down on its knees. I believe that. Yeah. They're tall. I was like, that poor moose. Hang yeah. On. I gotta transition weight. I'm, like, falling. I'm slipping down all the way down. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm not looking at you right now. Oh, it's okay. Oh, my shoulder. Oh, what's happening? Oh, it's just very, very sore at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Huh. I was laying on it. So we were going to record the, basically the rest of all of the Colorado Trail in that tent, but <laughs> if you... Maybe noticed a little bit base camp was falling asleep during the episode. I fell asleep because I was so cozy in my sleeping bag. I know. It's frigid outside. It was super warm in the bag. Yeah, it was so warm. Yeah. And my eyes just drifted to sleep as you were talking, I think. Yeah, but we think that (laughs) recording in the tent added a nice kind of like spin on the episode. Yeah, it was a lot of, I think it was great. and we should do it more often. I think we should. Let's get some yeah. lapel mics and do it one day. In the future. No? I mean, actually, I was talking to my film peeps, and they were saying you don't need a lapel mic anymore. Well, I mean, they have these things called Rhodes, and you could just clip them to you, and they just pick it up. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's, like, very easy, very, like, portable. Okay. Yeah. They're, like, $200 a, a pop, but... Love that. Yeah. Love that. But we don't need lapels, though, is what they were telling me. If okay. we're, like, through hiking. Okay. Yeah. We can take these cute little boxes. Well, that's nice to hear. Lightweight. I'm about that. $400 later. $400 later. Isn't lightweight stuff for hiking, like, Lightweight's the most amazing. expensive? Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> anyway, but sorry, you guys. We left you hanging in that episode. I was I was very, very intrigued. And I was, I was asking so many questions. I was so in it to win it. I was hearing so much about what you were experiencing on the trail. I thought it was amazing Mm -hmm. that we were on the Colorado Trail, like camping while you were telling a story, and that was cool. And then I just drifted off to sleep, and I could not rally. 
It's like your consciousness was abducted by the aliens it's I thought I saw out there. Oh, yeah, the lights, yes. the random lights that yes. were stars, you guys. They were just stars. They definitely were not, but were I digress. Stars. I digress. Stars. Anyway, but um, I'm curious if we put a poll out there. Let's put a poll out there that says yes or no. Would you like to hear us recording more of our podcast out in the wild as we're telling our stories? I think that's a great thing to ask people. Yes or no. So we'll put a poll in the um, in the comments and let us know. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We appreciate everyone who has been following along. And if you just started listening, welcome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. It's great uh, to have you. It's great to have you. And uh, I guess this can conclude our our outro. Yeah. Now we'll segue into the the typical outro that yeah. we always use. Yeah. So thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening to our episode of Yeti Walks Into Basecamp. I'm Yeti Legs and... I'm Basecamp. We appreciate everyone who is tuning in to check out our episodes. And if you've got any questions, please feel free to leave us a message on our Instagram which is the ginger and the joy, or you can just shoot us an email to our podcast, which is the name of the podcast at gmail.com. So that's Yeti walks into base camp at gmail.com. And you can also like our podcast, leave us a review. We want to hear from you. And I think that's it. We want to say thanks to Ryan G for our intro and Bradley black for our outro. What, what? And yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Yep. Catch you on the next episode. On the next of- episode. <laughs> <laughs> Catch you on the flip side. Happy trails. Happy trails. Guys.